podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm not. I'm Katie. And this is <laughs> One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where we go traveling and drinking wine and have Valentine's and wedding plan and do all sorts of things that should be really fun and romantic, but end up actually giving us panic attacks. Um, we're talking about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on, well, Hallmark now. Right Hallmark! Now. Woohoo! Uh, okay, so in case you haven't been with us for the past, uh, I guess, technically month, because we go bi-weekly, um, <laughs> we are finishing up our, trilo- our, our vineyard trilogy. Woohoo! I have to say, Katie... Uh, Hallmark synopsis of this movie might be the fa- my favorite one they've ever done <laughs> because it, it tells you nothing, and by nothing I mean genuinely nothing. So we are talking about Valentine in the Vineyard, which aired February second, twenty nineteen, on Hallmark Channel, and this is the synopsis that is on Hallmark Channel's website. Ready? Ready for this? Playing winemakers who have partnered in love and business, Rachel Lee Cook and Brendan Penny reprise their roles they originated in the Hallmark Channel original movies Autumn in the Vineyard and Summer in the Vineyard. Done. (laughs) Easy. Somebody was in a hurry in marketing. (laughs) But the fact that this is like four years later and it's still on the website as this. It just kills me. I love it. I love it so much because how can you really sum up this movie? Like Frankie and Nate have decided to get married. But they. Oh, I mean, fuck. fuck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (sighs) We could pull out the one from last time. It was like. Now that they're stressed out and not communicating. (laughs) Yeah, just insert new title here. That's pretty much true. That's pretty true. Okay, so here is our best attempt, Hannah's best attempt at um, summing up this uh, hour and a half experience into a page and a half on work Mm -hmm. documents. Okay, here we go. Here we are back at Sorrento Farms with Rachel Lee Cook and Brendan Penny, a.k.a. Frankie and Nate. It's been either about six months or a year and six months. Who knows? We're not really sure. But right now it's four weeks until Valentine's Day, or as the rest of us call it, (laughs) mid-January. (laughs) Mid-February? That's what I meant. Yes. No, January. January. Yeah, Valentine's Day is February 14th. If it's four weeks from Valentine's Day, it's mid-January. Okay, you're right. Calendars. Calendars, things. Uh, Just after Christmas, which a lot of Valentine's movies forget that, you know, if it's six weeks till Valentine's Day, it's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Frankie and Nate have purchased more acreage from a neighboring vineyard and have sunk all of their money into expanding Sorrento, into growing Sorrento. But then... Nate flies in his drone, and the drone is carrying a ring box. What? Nate proposes. My God, Frankie and Nate are engaged. That night at dinner, they plan to tell everyone, but Lexi and Marco, Frankie's cousin and Nate's brother, who got together in movie number two, 
announce their engagement first and that they're going to get married on Valentine's Day before heading off to Europe for four months. And this is a Hallmark movie, so like four weeks is a fine amount of time to plan a wedding, apparently. Apparently. Woo! Don't stress about it. It's fine. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no stress. So for Valentine's Day, Nate and Frankie are getting each other something super secret. Frankie is going back to school to earn her Bachelor's of Science and so she can finally understand Nate's science way of vineyarding. Nate is taking a Back to Nature course in order to understand Frankie's way of whining and vineyarding. They're essentially getting the same thing for each other. Um, Frankie's study buddy, Shay, is the only one who knows about the engagement since she noticed Frankie's ring before she had to take it off to hide their happy news from everyone else they know. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And then Frankie and Nate decide to take on even more. First, because Lexi and Marco did it, they decide they need to test their relationship with a compatibility test. They fail. Uh, since those things are about how similar you are to each other, not about compatibility. They're bullshit. Um, And, you know, they stress out about it and it strains things. They feel out of sync and like they're just not getting anything right. They also agree to be the best man and maid of honor, which apparently means you plan the wedding and have opinions about things. (laughs) I was unaware of this part of it. Um... (laughs) And they offer to host the wedding, since Sorrento is neutral ground, unlike DeLuca or Baldwin Farms. Because there are no other places in the state of California that you can have a wedding. Right. Right. I mean, they do do say the courthouse at one point. (laughs) So it's either a city hall wedding or one of our family's vineyards. No other possible venue in the room. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, So adding to the fact that they are very stressed about money, since they just bought a whole lot more vines, the weather is being weird. And they need the vines to stay at the right temperature, but it's been a warm winter, but then it might get cold. So it's either going to, they're going to bud too soon or they're going to freeze and they're going to die and they don't have the standard equipment to cover the new vines. Plus, there's the secret keeping, which leads to fibbing about their Valentine's Day gifts when they run into Shay and Nate's teacher while they're out and about. So their lies are catching up with them and lots of spinning plates. Everyone is lucky that the calming voice of reason between the Baldwin and DeLuca families, Lexi's mom, Patricia, played by the one and only Carol Rothery, has come to town to assist with everything. And she is helpful for sure. But Nate and Frankie are secretly trying to compete with Lexi and Marco and the perfectness of their apparent relationship because compatibility test. Um, Since failing that compatibility test, they keep trying and failing to prove to themselves that they are on the same page. And like they are picking different favorite spots for dinner and miss each other and they do each undo each other's work by accident and they're just getting frustrated by little things like ziplining and mini golf and at Lexi and Marco's engagement party they essentially fail the newlywed game um so they don't know each other at all life is a lie um When fighting over what their song is, Nate accidentally lets it slip that they 
too are engaged. And rather than stepping on anyone's toes, everyone is thrilled and insists that they make it a double wedding right there in the moment. Let's have a double wedding now. So hesitantly, Nate and Frankie agree to get married in two days. I hate this. (laughs) I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. (laughs) Now that it is also their wedding, things are overwhelming. But, you know, whatever. There's just too much to do. And the cold front is actually coming in and will hit their vineyard and they don't know what to do because they don't have the stuff. And ah! Uh, But by combining their brains and showing each other their newfound knowledge of each other's work style, they come up with a plan that just might work to save the vines. Freeze them using water and oil so that they stay alive. I don't know science. Science. (laughs) Botany and magic. Um, And love. Anyway, the next morning, which is Valentine's slash wedding day, Frankie and Nate decide it has all been too much. They are too worried about their vines. They feel too overwhelmed and stressed to say some words to each other and sign some papers. So they decide that they are not getting married that day and postpone their wedding. So feeling bad, Lexi and Marco also talk about postponing because like nobody should get married on the day that everybody planned to get married. And it comes out that everyone also failed the compatibility test. No shit, Sherlock. So everyone's like, ha ha ha, how quaint. But Nate and Frankie insist that Marco and Lexi go through with the wedding because someone's got to get fucking married. Um, But before they do, uh, Nate and Frankie are going to do just one last check of the vines before it starts. So out in the field, it looks like their crazy plan worked. The vines have buds. Is this how plants work? I just don't know. (laughs) It was freezing cold last night, so I'm going to give you leaves. (laughs) It's spring now. (laughs) So confused. Um, But it doesn't matter because they did it. Frankie and Nate, they saved the farm. Again. Um, And Nate says that they should just take the chance and get married. So Frankie changes her dress from bridesmaid to bride. And both she and Lexi walk down the aisle to their DeLuca men, and they get married and will live happily forever at Sorrento, as we knew they would way back when they bought it, because, you know, one kiss means forever! And so will Marco and Lexi, and probably Shay and Nate's other brother Gabe as well, though I have feelings about this because it's in the books and it's different, and Shay and Gabe are not together, they're with other people. Oh, oh well, whatever. We'll get into it. It's fine. <laughs> oh my God, Hannah. Like, I just need to say that by the time this this episode drops, I will be two months away from my own wedding. Two months. And the fact that they're throwing together a wedding in half that time, and I am feeling so much stress about the wedding planning, and my wedding is going to be so very not stressful because it's I basically have to like check a mark and it's done like it's done I could not with this whole movie I was like holy dear fucking lord like there I can't I'm in my own wedding shit this is too much well the idea that these people are trying to essentially go to school in secret run a vineyard plan and host a wedding and an engagement shower, like a bunch of things like that. And like 
also do things like fucking date night? Like, <laughs> what is... <laughs> date night is important. I felt that was very good. Like, you should have date night, no matter how busy you are. Okay, fine. Do you need to have date night where you, like, didn't plan it well? Can we just, like, say that be specific with your words and favorite spot? Can you clarify? It doesn't matter. Like, that was the dumbest thing. It was so it was so crazy making. Just say, I'm making dinner by the lake. Show up. Yeah. Like, and you can even say, our spot by the lake. Yeah. That would probably be fine. Yeah. I mean, but, like, okay. My mind is all over the place. Because this movie is all over the place. It's yes. fine. They, at one point, are stuffing the invitations for Marco and Lexi. Marco and Lexi are not there, and Marco and Lexi do not seem to be stressed about this wedding at all. Mm -mm. Are Marco and Lexi part of the wedding planning, really? I mean, I don't think Marco goes to cake tasting. No. Well, Marco doesn't go to the cake tasting. Just the ladies seem to be going to the cake tasting. Whatever. Men, you have to go to these things. Sure, I agree. Um, But one thing that I've noticed about Marco and Lexi and this whole wedding planning thing is I don't think they even really want this wedding. I think that they would have been really much happier with City Hall. Lexi seems to be unsure about all of her choices, so she's asking for Frankie's opinion. Like she wants Frankie to decide all the things because she can't even is kind of what I'm getting, which is why it's this whole big, like it's Frankie's dream wedding anyway. And she even picks out... She even chooses Frankie's dress that she likes. Like, yeah, I'm so mad. I was I, too, was even just mad about the whole engagement thunder because I understand whatever people get engaged at the same time. But I was so mad that they didn't just go, uh, guys, we also have a ring. And then it would have been like a yay. And then they could have had a double wedding sooner or like just say, I don't want to get married yet. And I don't want a double wedding with you. I love you. But. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about this double wedding? Okay. Okay. I hate the idea of a double wedding. I hate it. Me too. Like I get it in, you know, your like Regency era. We go into a church and then we have a wedding breakfast. This man and this woman. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> totally get that like that makes logical sense to me it's not about the like this is your day that weddings have become fuck off don't share your day with somebody else like that's ridiculous Uh second of all frankie and nate there said when are you guys going to get married and they don't say we don't know they say the fall they have some sort of time frame Right. Everybody fucking pressures them into being like, no, do it in two fucking weeks. I hate, I hate it. I just, <laughs> like, how dare you? They Seriously. have a plan. They, like, they do. And they don't have time for this shit. And they listen when people tell you things. Exactly. Oh and I feel, okay, so I feel like I, I understand both sides of the things. I am in complete agreement that... A, I'm I'm narcissistic enough that I want it to be my day and I don't want it to be like roped in with my cousin. I'm sorry. I'm sure I can think of a world where it'd be really, really cute. But no, I want to be the center of attention. I want my relationship to be the center of attention. If I'm paying a lot of money, I want it to be the center of attention. Done. If that makes yeah. me narcissistic, I don't care. But 
I also, what's the rush and what's the harm in just doing it now? Like, or but there's both sides. What's the rush? What's the harm in just doing it now? If the, everything is planned and she has a dress, just get fucking married. It's this waffling about the vines not being good. So you're getting, you're getting married yesterday. The vines are like crazy. And now you're like, everything is set up, but I don't feel like I'm in the mood to get married today because our <laughs> vines might die. I was like, my note says, oh my God, so much back and forth. Do it. Don't do it. I don't care anymore. I just don't care. <laughs> Right, like just get married. married. We're not getting married. We're getting married. We're not getting married. Oh God, everyone have a dress. You have the cake. You have the preacher. Whoever you're getting, it does. Just do it. Sign the fucking papers. Get out of my life. Drink your wine. (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Sorry. I I just got so mad. I also like. Granted, based on some of the things they say in this movie, I think Valentine's Day in this is on a Saturday. So, okay, I will let you get married on Valentine's Day. Sure. The idea that you announce that you're going to get married on Valentine's Day as we're getting married on Valentine's Day really bothers me. Because it sounds like we're going to get married on Valentine's Day regardless of what day of the week that falls on. And it sounds tacky. Stupid. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really love my, my, my cousin got married uh, last year and I really loved the their way of doing it. They're like, um, we have our anniversary of our first date. Can't be bothered with another date. So we're just going to wait until that day is a Saturday. <laughs> so they waited four years. <laughs> and luckily the pandemic had like come and quote unquote gone. It was safe to go to England for their wedding. <laughs> but I felt so bad. I'm like, cause they had been like, planning this they had this date on the books for like a year and a half and then the pandemic hit and i was like fuck (laughs) yeah right but there are there are just like i mean i know people who put off their wedding because of the pandemic because they wanted a a party i know people who got legally married when they said they were going to get legally married and then just put off the party until later like yeah there are so many options i'm having both of all of all of those things (laughs) yeah like I mean, like, I didn't get into it, but I did start thinking when they were like, you're going to get married in two weeks or like you're deciding you will or will not get married today. Um, You have to sign things and paper. Within 60 days, usually, if they went through the rigmarole of getting a a, a license, depending on your county, (laughs) you have 60 days to get it done and back to the court. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is I don't think they went with the court. I, I don't think there's any legality to any of these weddings. Because there's nothing romantic about the legalness of the wedding. As someone True. who just booked her legal wedding appointment, they may, they try really hard to make it special. But at the end of the day, you're, you're writing your check. Papers. You're signing some papers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we get into other what the fucks? Like, yes. Yes. All right. Um, so I want to start with the Valentine's Day of this whole movie. Okay. When does, when does Valentine's Day prep start for you in your head? In my head? Yeah. Like when, when? February 13th for me personally, but probably like after, like late January. Sure. You think that? Okay. Would you be writing a Valentine's Day card 
in mid-January? No, I would not. Again, I would write a Valentine's Day card the morning of February 14th. <laughs> like, it's just sort of really weird. But it's a Valentine's movie. And because we're creating a world and time has to happen in preparation, I can see in movie land time how, why this would all make sense. We're setting up, we're setting up the world. Okay. But definitely things are on sale at the CVS for candy. I mean, sure, but candy candy, and that, that's a different thing. Um, okay. I just, wow. So many notes, guys. Um, <laughs> do you have a engagement shower if you get engaged and married within four weeks? I would say it- probably not. I'd say that that's like all of your showers combined with all our showers combined. Um, like I was really annoyed that they were expected to also have a shower. That And like. There's way, there are way too many parties associated with a wedding to be perfectly I, I, honest. I agree. There are way too many parties associating with, with wedding. And that's when the wedding is, you know, we got engaged and three years later we got married. <laughs> As someone who's who like got engaged and three years later we're getting married, I never had a bridal shower or my and my engagement party was happening while I was getting engaged <laughs> because then the world shut down and that's why the way it had to be. <laughs> right. But also like I'm sorry. It like really bothers no, they're me. They're being selfish. They're being selfish yeah. for people who are kind of ambivalent about getting married whether it's city hall or not and they can't decide on venues. Yeah. Well, also the fact that the engagement party is at the same place as the wedding which granted is like Sorrento but like there's something weird about that too that's you know like if if you were to extrapolate that to you know other people but Hannah we live in the Truman Show like we said in the last episode there are only three places in this town called St. Madeline or whatever it's called there's Baldwin Farm, DeLuca and Sorrento so where else are they going to have their party where else? True. The only neutral ground is Sorrento in the whole state of California. <laughs> and God forbid they leave the state of California. That's not going to happen. Nothing's outside of wine country. <laughs> Except those generators or whatever that are in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. Um, I, I have one, only one, um, one and a half things that I could possibly talk about that are outside of what we have already talked about. We pretty much went through my list. And mine is about the way that Shay and Gabe meet. Um, I don't know why this bothered me, but so Gabe is adorable, by the way. Um, We've, we've seen this actor before. We like him and I love the girl too. Shay is great. So he stops her on the street because she's walking a lot of dogs. And he's like, hold on, you're blocking the sidewalk, missy. And she's all like, oh, sorry, stranger. Why are you like, you know, and then she's equally as flirty. And then something about like the, she says something about like puppy kisses. Like he can't do something. Otherwise he doesn't get puppy kisses. And then she shoves this dog into his face and he gives, and the dog licks him. And they don't know each other. Like they are strangers. The way they're behaving with each other at the beginning, I'm like, oh, they might be like, they must know each other because they're talking to each other. Like they know each other. No, this is the first time they're meeting. And I'm like, how brazen and puppy kisses for a stranger? (laughs) If someone shoved their dog in my face, even if I was flirting with them, I would be creeped out. Yeah, no, it's really, it's, it's uncool. 
Um, so I just kind of want to touch on Shay and Gabe. Okay. First of all, like this really broke my brain um, because in the books, Gabe is the name of the oldest DeLuca brother. In the movies, clearly Gabe is supposed to be the youngest DeLuca brother. In the movie or in the books, Gabe, the oldest one, is with Reagan. I don't think they're trying to make Reagan. Trey, the youngest DeLuca brother, is with a woman named Sarah, who is a dance teacher. Not Shay. Jonah, Frankie's cop brother, who we have seen in these movies, not this particular one. Jonah does not come to her fucking wedding. Um, <laughs> his partner, his the, the woman he falls for, is Shay. Okay. The dog person. This character. Granted, it's a little bit of a different character because there's no, like, schooling portion of it but like shay the woman obsessed with animals is clearly this character but that's jonah's wife and it really bothered me (laughs) i'm gonna i can imagine that like maybe they tried to get because gabe is not in movie two but jonah is i wonder if they were like in the script this is gabe slash jonah whichever brother we can get uh, because as I'm imagining, maybe Jonah couldn't be in this movie because this movie, Gabe, is different than movie number one, Gabe, right? It's not the same guy. Yeah, it's a different guy. Um, yes, but then I wish, even if they made no other changes, they just gave her a different name. Sure. And just be like, this is a different, like, we're not trying to put this into the books. Fair. It was just such a weird, like whiplash moment for me gotcha and it would really only be for anyone who had read the books but i hear these books are great so you know they're they're really fun i really like them but like yeah very very strange um there are a couple lines i just want to point out okay because i feel like they're sort of okay first of all i did really like the moment where frankie said today's wednesday what happened to tuesday (laughs) And I was like, I feel the stress of this moment in a way that I appreciate. Yes. Um, The other thing that really threw me is when they're getting married and they do the like, do you take this portion? They call her Frankie. Wouldn't you say Francesca in that moment? I think that, I mean, technically, yes. Although uh, in today's world, I think that you should be called whatever you want to be called. I well, I agree with that. I guess okay. It's it's this sort of fits for you. Like, would you want to be called? You know, like, do you Catherine take William, or do you want to be? Do you Katie take Billy? You know, I I have been thinking about this, and I I think. I would I could honestly go either way because there I mean it is very a very special occasion. Kat, I think in my legal wedding, yes, Catherine and William is fine. In my my symbolic beach wedding, I think Katie and Billy works. I don't know. I think it's just the air in which you want to present it. Is it about me and like who we are as people, or is this a very grave and solemn occasion? We want to use our full names. I don't know. It really it it really jumped out at me. That's fair. Yeah. That that she was called Frankie. In that moment. But whatever. Yeah. No. Oh, well, I'm comfortable going into Hallmark Hallmarks. How about you? 
Let's do it. Yeah. She hates surprises. <laughs> money is not an issue, except money is also a plot point. <laughs> Someone else is very invested in their relationship. We have hardcore deception. Yes, I have that as that as well because school is a secret and so is the engagement. But mm -hmm. the other um, part of that is they are pursuing the other's interests. Their moment is usurped by family. <laughs> <laughs> Fake tests to see if you're in the right relationship. Planning a wedding or other event in too short a time. Oh, my God. Yes, getting shit done in zero time. Um, stealing someone else's wedding desires. Um, what did I – I called that um, – not speaking up for oneself and giving all your wishes to someone else and being upset about it but not saying anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Let's do that one. Um, they keep getting off the same page. Uh, they are the maid of honor and best man at a wedding. That's cute. Um, date activities such as some event like zip lining that requires helmets improving your fear and mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have being competitive for no reason. Yeah. My last one is the weather is worse than we thought. Not quite there's a storm a coming, but oh my gosh. Um, I have a few more. I have okay. just full on communication failures. Yep. Um, overly conservative wedding dress. Frankie's even has a sweater. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and they are just anti help. No help. No help. Do not Alone. help. <laughs> I can do it all by myself. Um, I don't have anything for Pretty Parade. How about you? I actually do. I have I, – I did really like a lot of the sweaters in this movie. Um, mm. Frankie is wearing like this kind of like brown slouchy but like warm-looking slouchy one that I liked a lot. And then Nate has this like dark gray cable knit that I was really into. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I thought the sweaters were kind of on point. I, my anti for this movie is Rachel Lee Cook's hair. Ah. They're, like the, the only thing I can call it is like weirdly wide. Huh. Like it just sort of like went out in a way where I was like, it's not frizzy. And I'm not sure what exactly about it makes it look so wide to me. But with her face, I was like, it It almost felt like she had had a hat on and it dried. And like the part under the hat was a little bit wider than the part or a, a part not under the hat. Like, like almost like she had a little line around her that like it then went out again. And I was, it was unsure what was going on and I didn't like it. Very possible that that's absolutely true about about it. I didn't really notice it, um, but uh, you know, depending on where they were filming and when they were filming, I'm sure that it might have been freaking cold because I assume that they're filming in Canadian wine country somewhere. Sure, you know. Sure. <laughs> okay, across the universe, um, I know you have a million. So the only one that I had was it was across my universe because I am two months away from my own wedding, and this movie gave me anxiety. But which we talked okay. about. Okay. All right. Get, take I it away, Hannah. So many. All right. So we've talked about this is a different Gabe. Yes. Cool. Um, this is 100% not the same house. 
like or it, it might have been the same exterior, but like the, the interior is it's different. It's it's not at all the one that they split down the middle. Right. Um they go on a mini golf date, like Dater's Handbook. Yep. Um, and then I have a few across movie universes. I'm so excited. Let's do it. Okay. The first one is at one point, you know, Nate says like our wedding and Frankie says something like, oh, I like the sound of that. And he just goes like our wedding, our wedding. And it was very Mrs. Darcy, Mrs. Darcy. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and then this is the one that I'm like really excited about. <laughs> and you're going to laugh so hard at me. <laughs> they do this rope course zipline thing to prove that their relationship is solid and i literally stopped the movie to rewatch. i failed the stupid quiz and alexis made me feel bad about it yes <laughs> i knew that you were gonna bring it to schitt's creek um and that obviously has to be yours um so like yeah like for some reason zip lining or something with a helmet is often a test of some sort of relationship in Hallmark movies too. There's a bunch of them that we could talk about, but I was sort of waiting for you to bring back the Shit's Creek. <laughs> but I, I loved like, Indeed of a Generator is like the only answer you can get. And, and like, cause also they all fail. <laughs> yes. Because that's what those tests are designed well, to do is make you yeah. feel like a failure. So you spend more money on being a couple and some sort of like weird societal norm that you're supposed to have and it makes you a good person if you fit into the box yeah but how do i really feel about things who knows <laughs> so i, love it, I just thank you yeah that that felt important it just felt like exactly the same moment in Perfect. a weird way Perfect. so new and noteworthy i didn't really have anything for this one i had a couple actually nice first of all i feel like we always call out how much we hate public proposals so i think we need to mentioned that this is a f private proposal okay okay so i actually have a note that said okay. is a drone proposal worse than a public proposal <laughs> because he's using the drone like people use their pets in other movies where they like they attach the ring to the collar or something which i kind of also hate um and the fact that if i'm thinking about if i were to do this in real life Gabe would have had to tie the ring, set it down somewhere prior, make sure that they were in a spot, and then the drone. So I'm like thinking about that poor ring being alone on the cold ground with the drone <laughs> for a certain amount of time before he felt like flying it. <laughs> so in theory, it's really cute. And the proposal itself was really cute. And we'll talk about that kiss in a minute. But um, that was my feeling on it. I, I I, it made me cringe. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's that's that is allowed. I mean, I did have a note to myself. I didn't go in that to that level, but I was like, "Is it a romantic proposal?" If it's like, because they're telling, they told us that it's like twelve fifteen. It's like a, you know, like it's sort of like midday, like not a sexy time. Afternoon delight, man. That's still a little later. <laughs> Um, and then also we know, and he knows that she hates the drone. 
But now she <laughs> loves it because it right. brought her jewelry. Yeah, but like it's it's sort of a strange choice to be like, you know how I want to propose to my girlfriend with this thing that I play with that she hates. <laughs> it would be like if Billy had proposed to me at a football game. Yeah. Great for him. Awful for me. Right. Right. Like it's not correct. Like no. it's it's a little I'm not thinking about you in that way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I was like, I did think it was relatively unromantic in that regard and like kind of strange. But the fact that they weren't surrounded by other people, I just felt like they needed to. They get, he gets points for that. Yes. And there was something kind of fun to see a ring, block, ring box flying towards you. But other sure. than that. Yeah. Good note. Um, my other one is I don't even know if you noticed this because it was just so like half second. But so they're at this, the compatibility seminar and they're doing all these stupid little games to see if they can like put Ikea furniture together. Um, And this, so this came out in 2019. The other couple at their table, when their bookshelf question mark falls down is a gay couple. I didn't notice that. That's awesome. So I just thought that was like really, I was like, that's kind of a big deal for Hallmark in 2019. That is a big deal. I did not notice that. Thank you for pointing that out. Also, putting together IKEA furniture is awesome. So, and also something that I like to do all by myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) I don't really want to, you know what? You know how to test your compatibility of a relationship? When the person needs help putting together IKEA furniture, will you do it? And when they want to do it by themselves, will you let them? Yeah. You don't, like, you do not have to be the same person to be in a good relationship. And I feel like you should be this different. Yeah. Compatibility was like, are you the same person? And that's what bothered me. You got it, Hannah. Supporting shout out? Um, I chose Gabe for my supporting shout out, if same. only for the fact of his dog puns. Reign of Terrier was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, I said Gabe is kind of killing it. Dog puns for the win. Yes. <laughs> and he's so cute. He hasn't been a lead yet, has he? I don't think so. No. He's so cute, though. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, he's always somebody's little brother or something. Yeah. Or, he like, I- often gets his own, like, side love story. But, but he, yeah. He's a little, yeah. I don't know. I think he has enough charisma and charm to. I think we even. I think we even talked about like like how I want to do a movie with him or something in a previous episode. Maybe but I don't remember. I don't. We've remember. done a lot of episodes, Katie. How many talking. episodes? About five thousand. Kiss meter. We have a lot of kisses in this movie. Um, so I'm just going to tell you that I rated the first kiss, and that was about it. Okay. I did four. I did the first kiss, the proposal kiss, the kiss where they decide they're actually going to get married mm-hmm. on the wedding day, and the wedding kiss. Amazing. Okay, technically, I guess I did two because the proposal kiss was cute. Um, I gave it an eight because I liked the fact that she like sat on his knee and was like kissing him. And that was really, really sweet. But then there's a kiss in the direct next scene 
when they kind of split off, like she goes her one way and he goes another, that I give an 8.5 mm. because it looks like they're sort of melting into each other and that they're like really don't want to get away from each other, but they have to do stuff. Um, so that was, that was me. All right. Well, so before they get engaged, when they're just like walking the fields or whatever, um, I gave that one an eight because it's like it was a very sweet, like we've been together for a while kind of kiss, but it was longer than I feel like most Hallmark kisses are. And mm. I, so I, I liked that. Um, I only gave the proposal one a 7.5. I, I also like I liked it, but I, I just gave it a 7.5. The kiss where they finally decide to throw caution to the wind, I guess, and get married. I don't know. What the fuck is this movie? Um, that one, I gave an 8.5. Nice. Uh, it looked like there might be church tongue. Church tongue. Yeah, they really looked like they were getting into the groove of kissing by this yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, and then the wedding... I also kept an 8.5 because I felt like it was appropriate and I was quite happy with it. I like it. Yeah. Good kisses all around, friends. Yeah. It only took you three movies. Just kidding. Uh, they, they, were, they were decent kissing throughout the movie. They're just, true. you know, like they, they ramped it up as the movies went on. <laughs> they were like, this is the last time we're going to kiss each other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yum, 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 yum. So, Katie, would you recommend others watch this movie? If you're planning your own wedding, no, I would not <laughs> recommend watching this movie. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think it's fine. It's nice, a nice wrap up for the characters. But honestly, I feel like I spent the majority of the movie hating them so much that I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So sure, watch it. But I would watch other Valentine wine centered movies probably first. How about you, Hannah? Um, I think it's more stressful than I want or need it to be. Yeah. That being said, I like this one better than movie number two. Yes. Much more. So I vote for this one over that one. Were we to do that? Yes, I would also agree. Um, um, I, I, the thing is, I don't feel like... If you only watch the first movie, you are missing anything ever about these characters. I would agree you make with that. The assumption that they get married and they're happy and they, you know, are successful in their wine. And you're like, I, I was, that was never in doubt to me after the first movie. Well, and wine I feel like means forever. So we knew it was going to yeah. happen. So, so I, I feel like these were just continuations of stories that I didn't, that nothing new was really given to me in terms of like who these characters were or why I should care more about them. I don't know. I there's just, always I something going on with the vines. There's always something going on with the land. There's always something going on yeah. with their relationship. And it boils down to the same thing that it boiled down to in movie number two, that we are the perfect pairing, which they discovered in number movie number one. So I yeah. think scientifically with that equation that right. I put on this. And I feel, board, I mean, I feel like that's true of, any of these kinds of movies where like they did the same thing with um in love movies um after the first one it was like yeah like they're they'll they'll get there it's fine the only ones where i feel like this maybe 
and maybe it's a, a new Hallmark Direction thing, is, like, I feel like the Wedding Veil movies are actually doing something different. Yeah. They're moving on in some sort of way. Yeah. Although we I mean, had our own conversation about, like, why it has to be with children, but, like. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a separate, you know, there are things to talk about, sure. But, like, it was like, oh, there's a reason why you might come back to these characters. Yeah. Whereas, like, these were not that. I think you know what it is. I'm ha- I'm having an epiphany in the moment. Um so I read a lot of romance novels because I find them fun. And a lot of them are like series. Like this movie or the the books that these are based on. And I think the difference is that you follow a different couple. Mm-hmm. It's just that other couples you've met before populate the same world. So you like check in with them and like sort of see what they're doing. But it's not like the reason you're following that story. You're not really going back to those people. It's just like, oh, look, like they did a thing. Yeah. And like, you know, they're still happy and in love. And and that's what you know. I think that's a really, really great point. Um, The focus has shifted. So it's a perspective. Right. And it's like, and that's not, you know, it's sort of like if in movie two where you, like, if it had been about Marco and Lexi and you just like checked in and was like, oh, look, Nate and, and Frankie are still making one. Yeah. But that's not what you got. It was Nate and Frankie are still making one. Oh, and there's this other, these other people over here. Right. And I feel like that's the difference. I agree. And they kind I feel like they kind of do that with like the introduction of Gabe and Shay in this movie too, but right. it isn't the focus. You're absolutely right. So it's still kind of there's so much going on because now we have two couples to kind of rearrange and give more struggles. But, but even even so, I didn't feel like Lexi and Marco had struggles in this movie. No. Like you don't find out that they failed their relationship quiz until the end. And then it's not even like they seem to care that much right. that they failed. That's true. Like I had seen this movie before. I genuinely thought something came up and I must be confusing it with a different Hallmark movie because I probably am. I genuinely thought Marco and Lexi decided not to get married and it ended up being just Frankie and Nate's wedding at the Definitely end. Definitely another Hallmark movie because that has but, happened a million times. Yeah. But like I could, I, I kind of, I kind of half expected because I didn't, I had never seen this movie before. I did kind of half expect that Marco and Lexi would be like, just kidding. My internship with the French baker is tomorrow. So we're actually leaving now. Bye. Here's your beautiful wedding. And then it's a, yeah, let's just get married and take it. I think I would have liked that a lot better than the shenanigans that we got. I'm going to get married. Yeah. I'm not going to get married. I'm going to get married now. No, but now we're not going to get married because you're not going to get married and we're going to be sad about these vines together and do nothing. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm at least happy that they're together because Marco and Lexi should be together as far as I'm concerned because they're together. They don't have a dog. They should get a dog. But it's okay. I have feelings. I'm glad we didn't get the the book version because that would have been too much for Hallmark. Okay. Uh, because uh, – Lexi is the ex-wife of Marco's Marco's high school best friend. Yeah, no, it's no, really, it's too it, like it works in the book in a in a way that like makes it not creepy and weird, but it 
there's you have to you you need to have that written out and like explained. Too much backstory for 130 minutes. Yes. 130 minutes? Oh my god. For an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> 130 minutes is longer than with commercials. True. Okay. Anyway, so thank you for this lovely ride thank that you. we have gone on. And I feel like this is a nice like little um lead into the fact that uh not to stress you out, Katie, but you're getting married. So we're just gonna like I am we're gonna full on wedding for a while. We are. <laughs> we have a really lovely um we're gonna uh, talk about weddings for the next what three months? Like off and on. I think we have one more movie that isn't necessarily wedding related. Okay. Um oh, I think you think you might be right. It's nuptials, nuptials, nuptials. Yeah. And and we're leaning in hard on this uh why not theme. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to be too. I'm excited for you to get married. I'm excited to go on a trip. I'm excited for a lot. Uh make sure that you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, one kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. We try to live tweet uh as much of the new stuff as possible. We do our best. No, no promises, but we do our best. We do our best. Right now, it's mostly Hannah because Katie's crazy and busy planning weddings and things. Yay! Um, but you know what? You can also send us an email if you want at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. It's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And there is a link to throw us a couple bucks if you so choose um, on this podcast. So check it out. Check it out. Um, and thank you, as always, to Flint Pastors for our intro outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, and... Yeah, we'll see you all in your ear holes in a couple weeks. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Just... <laughs> I feel crazy. This m- movie made me crazy. Katie, we haven't even had any alcohol. <laughs> I know. It's already going to be a day. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. But stink, stinky. What? <laughs> I was going to say Frankie is study funny. But it came out as stinky. <laughs>